Welcome to the More Light Podcast, a podcast exploring family life in real time. I'm your host, Ben, and with me is my beautiful wife, Elizabeth. I'm speechless. She is speechless every time, every single time. I always think in the moment I'm going to come up with something witty to say, and I just can't, never can, never can. Nothing there, nothing Um, there with Elizabeth on the farm, what? Does the mic need turned up? No, I think it's fine, actually. Okay. I think your voice sounds very smooth. Oh, that's nice. Very good. Very smooth listening this morning. Excellent. For like, our more light Like milk listeners. chocolate? Like I, milk chocolate. I like milk chocolate. Like raw milk. Ooh. Raw cow milk. So good. Have you had some? Have you had some? If not, you probably should. Man, it really is good. We're out here in Maine, so we are actually currently on a, a little little vacation, um, and it's been good. We're uh, checking out the, you know, Horace and um, Everett. Who are Horace and Everett, Ben? I'm letting them guess. <laughs> I love that about you. Well, I will not let them guess any longer. Horace is a horse, and Everett is a donkey, <laughs> and they're hanging out. And um, we're also surrounded by grass-fed cattle, and it's it is beautiful. beautiful out here. It really is. Yeah, and um, we stopped at the local market, and that's where we got the raw milk, which is amazing. Massachusetts has got to step up their game. I don't think you can buy raw milk in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Yeah, it is beautiful out here. Um, so yeah, um, thanks for hopping on. Um, listening to um, Otherworldly, a series, <clears throat> a series through the fruits of the Spirit, um, and we've made it this far. We've made it to the end. So, the last fruit of the Spirit. Are we ready for this? Oh, we're ready. This we're ready. is this we've, is the climax. We've been ready for it. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Gentleness and self-control. Is that good? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it could do it better. But well, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I feel funky today. <laughs> <laughs> she feels funky. Is that like a an Awana song or something? What is that? Where did you learn that? Mm, I mean, probably VBS. I don't know. It's like so yeah. interesting. Vacation Bible school growing up. Oh yeah, maybe that's vacation Bible school. Yeah. Self control, people. Self control. Come on, get yourself under control. Mm. Check yourself get, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself under control. Uh. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to start our time out by reading this quote from the book of Waking Up. Seth Haynes wrote. Um, it's a really it's a really nice book. I understand. I know. I, I think maybe some people. You know, I heard one comment, and um, and he had said, you know, why why are some of his pages like um, so short? You know, like they, they don't. They you know they don't. Yeah, I mean, 
They don't, um, they're, 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 ref- who said that? I, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say who said that, <laughs> but they're reflect, you know, it, it's a, it's supposed to be more reflective. It's more reflective. Right. And, you I think know, you he, can read that in the beginning of the book and that's kind of what he talks about in that, that in the yeah. introduction. You yeah. Know. Um, but, but, um, here, here's a quote just to, to get our, our brains rolling a bit. Cause you know, we have a lot of thoughts rolling around. We just kind of want to talk about them really quick with you. Um, but, he writes here, Jesus knew we would attach ourselves to food, wine, clothing, money, uh, giving, and a host of other things, including Twitter or video gaming or whatever. But still, he didn't come preaching against the objects of his creation, the stuff of earth. He knew that when we're rooted in the divine love of God first, we see these things for what they are. Good gifts from a good God. Um, so, it, it's almost like a spoiler alert. I almost started the podcast with like how we maybe should end it. <laughs> but it still is a way... It's perfect. I, I still think it's like great. a really good way to start the podcast because what he just said is exactly what we're trying to talk about here. Um, you know, Jesus knew that when we're rooted in him, right? When we're rooted in him, um, we would see the stuff of earth for what they are and that they are, they are good gifts, um, given to us by God. And, uh, actually I'm going to read a a verse just to get our brains rolling on that idea even um, from from James because um, James straight up just says uh, let me see if I can find this um, here it is every good gift and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Mm-hmm. And so why are we talking why did I why are we talking about this idea of good gifts? Well because with self control, often what we do is we take we take the good gifts of God and we make them about ourselves. Yeah. Oh um, I mean I, I feel that so much even on this vacation I feel that almost daily I take a good thing and I turn it into uh, an ultimate thing taking good things and turning them into ultimate things Um, now because there's a tendency for some to say uh, well because of that issue because of the human issue of turning good things and making them ultimate things Let's just make all things, like, off limits. Right. No alcohol. No, I mean, yeah, I grew up in a culture like similar to that, where even good music. So my parents, I remember when they first left the Catholic Church, and um, and that, that was an example. You can be a Christian and be a Catholic, but at the time, I know my dad was finding... A lot more dead works in the Catholic Church and um, we're seeing a lot more of the hypocrisy in it so I left the Catholic Church um, 
<laughs> We're in a little cabin out here in Maine. Mm-hmm. And so you'll hear our boys in the background. But anyway, what I was saying, um, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, so when they be when they left the Catholic Church, they burned all of their old cassettes of like their country music, their rock and roll, everything, like burned it. And it's not necessarily, you know, of the worst thing to do. Um, yeah. I right. Think, I think it it was a. What am I trying to say? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they were saying in and of that, that you know, there's nothing good that can come from that music, which we, I'd probably disagree with you uh, or with well, them on now, that. Well, and, now, yeah. and they do, t- they do too. Or they did a few years back. They, you know, weren't yeah, you know, I mean, like anti secular music right and i mean we were i mean baby we were just listening the other night to some music i was playing um you know nick drake i love nick drake and when you listen to nick drake's music yeah it's beautiful Uh, i'm serious if you haven't listened to pink moon or any of his music you should um listen to it because like nick drake made really pretty music and it kind of chokes me up because I'm like, uh, I love his music. Now, if you look at Nick Drake's life, it was a mess. Yeah, he was a typical depressed artist. Yeah, yeah. suffered depression, you know, yeah. committed well, suicide. I mean, well, he was one of those artists that didn't make it until after he died. Right. Yeah. Now, does that mean that he produces something that is bad no like god has given him gifts but you know it just happens to be that he god is going to use things for his glory despite us you know despite nick drake god used his music to inspire me in so many ways and and some of my music i know another example of that growing up was like refraining from alcohol which is good to refrain from alcohol if it is like an alcoholic tendency, but um, well, yeah, Ephesians five eighteen: Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Right, and then in the Psalms it says, "Wine gladdens the soul," and so, and Jesus also turned water into wine. I mean, there's there's some good guidance. Yeah, I mean, if you think about that, Ephesians five eighteen: Do not get drunk with wine. But be filled with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. That, well, that's awesome. Because mm. what he's saying is, hey, don't let wine control you. But be controlled by the Spirit. And so within this idea of self-control, the Apostle Paul is saying, don't let that control you. Like, what is controlling you? Mm. But be controlled by the Spirit. Mm. Now, I'm just going to riff a little bit on this because I don't know <laughs> if it'll make any sense to anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> when you are enjoying, um, we should use a different example. Like maybe when you're enjoying your coffee, you're enjoying it, you're being filled with it, you're letting, you're letting coffee 
do things to your body that it wants to do while believing at the same time that coffee is a good gift from God. It doesn't mean you need to be like, you know, um, should, I, should I say her name from Nova? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But she would just be drinking cold brew all day long. Oh. You know, there's like nonstop. The tap was, the tap was never ending there with the uh, nitro cold brew. <laughs> and I could like, I could see her just jittering around. Like if she was going to move from one end of the shop oh, to the she, other, it she was knew like. It. She it would was, be on here it, telling it, you herself. She has it, no shame about it. It was just a jitter. <laughs> um, but in this passage, Paul says, don't be filled with that, but rather be filled with the Spirit. And I think what can happen to a lot of people is within this Christian um, bubble or circle or whatever you want to call it, um, there's this idea of just like, okay, we're not going to be, we're not going to be feeling anything. We're just going to live a really dry life. But Paul says, don't get drunk. He says, get drunk on the Spirit. Mm. To be filled with the Spirit is not dry. Why would he make a comparison between being filled with wine and being filled with the Spirit? Mm. It's not. It's not like hey, don't. Don't be filled with wine. Rather, just be completely empty mm-hmm. uh, and and have nothing to go off of. Yeah, you're rem- you're reminding me of um, so Lori Ferguson, Wilbert wrote in her book Gen- um, "Handle with Care." She was talking about in the beginning, and I don't remember why. You'll have to read the book to find out. But she was talking about how in this New England or. Um, the northeast area puritans lived up here and when they first built churches they actually made the churches pretty plain so as to not take the attention off of the main thing right um mm. but it's such it's such a dichotomy or it's such a it has to be a balance because man i'm looking outside right now at horace and everett in this um in this field with the gentle breeze and wildflowers and it's beautiful and it's making my heart praise god like it's causing my heart to sing and like a beautiful church does the the church building does the same to me It, it is the same for me and yet i think about even just two nights ago when we went and got the ice cream tub and i indulged in more ice cream than a human should eat and it was really good, but as I ate too much of it, just like I was confessing to Ben, like I actually stopped praising God. Like my worship essentially kind of just turned off, and I was just doing indulgences for the sake of indulgences. Um, and like we we make we turn really good things into. Um, quote unquote bad things really quickly it reminds me of um first corinthians in chapter six and then it talks about it again in chapter 10 um the quote all things are lawful but not all things are helpful all things are lawful but i will not be controlled by anything and different versions use the word Mm. all things are permissible or um but not all things are beneficial um and then it goes on to the next verse after that talking about do all things for building up for one another and to the glory of God and um, Mm. which is essentially what the quote 
was saying in the book of waking up. Mm-hmm. So, so you can, sure, you can get rid of those things that you feel like distracts you from God. Um, but sometimes those things bring you to God. Yeah. But too much of it, yeah, too much of it can take away from God. Yeah. If you're getting drunk with wine, mm-hmm. yes, that takes you away from the Lord. Or with s'mores. <clears throat> or too many s'mores. Or too much Tillamook ice cream. Now, I think um, I was always told um, growing up, and it, these are good things. I just think that I want to do, I want to do a good job ex- explaining to my kids this concept of self-control. Mm-hmm. When I tell Levi, hey, uh, you can only have, hey, man, I like it's not because I don't love you. Mm-hmm. It's because I do love you that if we're going to have s'mores tonight, like, you can only have one or two. <laughs> but it's not self-control for the sake of self-control for the sake of self-control. Why, why mm-hmm. have any self-control at all? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and the, here's a bad reason. A bad reason is, well, because it'll give you a stomach ache. Is to say, well, have self-control, because if you don't, you're going to have a stomach ache. Well, that's true, but is that really the best reason to be explaining to our kids why to have self-control? I think there's a better way to explain to our kids, um, you know, why they need to control themselves. Um, yeah, you'll get a stomach ache, but ultimately, hmm. if you if you portion out the right portion, you'll you'll taste its goodness, and therefore give God more glory. You know, you'll glorify him in that. Yeah. I think there definitely is a time for feasting. I mean, that's in scripture as well. There's a time to feast and to celebrate. And, but yeah, that is a really good thing to think on. Like with our kids, a better reason than, oh, you'll have a bellyache. Because I think the scriptures give us a better reason. Yeah, and I think that those seasons, you're right, those seasons and times for for celebrating our well and I thought the other night was a really great night to eat like two full bowls of ice cream so (laughs) I regret that as apparently I can't handle as much dairy as I used to Um, but I guess I only regret that yeah I mean it made me grumpy this idea of self control is also not limited to food only it's just a really Food is a, you know, our appetite, mm-hmm. you know, our, our stomachs, they want the best of us. There's a beast within us that won't stop wanting. Yeah, that's in the scripture too. It talks about their God is their belly. Their God is their belly. Um, where is that? Is that in First Corinthians as well? That sounds right. I don't know. If you find that, guys, let us know where, where that's at because that's a good passage too. But I would say that this idea of self-control goes far beyond our bellies. Uh, Philippians 3. It actually goes into our wants, into our loves, into our very, um, into our very heart. Um, the greatest commandment in Scripture is to love God with our whole heart. And honestly, when we're not able to control or order our loves properly, we're not loving God in the right way. And so that can that can look like a 
that can look very different in very different circumstances depending on what's going on in your life. Um, you might be obsessed with your work and you have no self-control as to the thought of making more money or making progress in life. Um, you're out of control or you're being controlled by the world in, in other ways. Did you find the passage? <clears throat> I did find the passage. It's in, um, it's in Philippians 3 and... <laughs> I mean, I, I love Philippians 3. That's a huge part of my story. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it's relevant to what we're talking about right now. I think they talk about, for many of whom I have often told you and not tell you, even with tears walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things mm. um, but I don't really know you know how that's interpreted per se yeah you know we wake up every day with grumbling bellies discontent hearts right I'm ready I'm ready to serve my own ready to serve our own right. ourselves our belly quote unquote which is right what what motivates you in the morning to eat food right mm-hmm. your appetite but it doesn't have to be like an appetite for food right it can be our appetite mm. for all kinds things. of twisted things. Hi, Calvin. You can show me, but mommy and daddy are doing a podcast right now. Okay, we're almost done. We're going to be wrapping this up. I think, um, you know, I, I think a few things. Um, can you find it? Take some time this week. Think through. Think through. Just take some time praying and thinking through what what am I letting control me? What 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 is going on in my heart? Um, what what are the things that I really am wanting? Um, and and you know, pray like a theme through this whole series has been pray. Um, pray, pray that the Spirit fill us with patience, and pray, pray that He gives us, because um, the source of these, the source of these fruits are are the, in, found in the Spirit, guys. We have to remember that the source of the fruits are found in the Spirit. So as we're as we're praying, we need to be praying that He gives us self control. And that, and that, like as as the Apostle Paul um, writes, and um, that the love of Christ would control us, right? Right. He says in Second Corinthians five fourteen, for the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves. Why? Why did the nice wine? And. Just reflect on that passage in Second Corinthians five. Um, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. And guys, um, that's freedom. It's freedom when we can um, live for him and not for ourselves. 
Uh, and with the spirit living inside of us, we have the ability to do that. Right. It's already, it's already yours. Like, yeah, the riches of Christ. Mm-hmm. And let the love of Christ control us. I like the way the apostle Paul writes it. Mm-hmm. Um, let the love of Christ control us. Well, guys, our kids are, are scattered out and about. I can't imagine us being able to um, talk much longer no, without without them interrupting every three seconds. <laughs> Do you have any any last thoughts on, on self-control? Um, yeah, just reiterating what you said. Like, Yeah, we, we just genuinely don't have the ability to produce these fruits in us, right? So... Um, we spent a lot of time confessing and praying before this podcast um, self-control is something that seems like a discipline but really you need you need his help to do it and to attain it and this side of heaven we're just mm. we're just going to be begging God to do that work in us um yeah, I mean, it was really sobering just to talk about it again. I feel like in times right now where, like, life is still pretty tense, even even though some of the pandemic stuff is lifting. Um, it's really hard because I feel tense, too. And so when I feel tense and I feel grumpy, it's harder... I feel like sometimes I can just like conjure up these fruits on my own, right? But I, mm. I can't conjure these fruit these fruits up. Um, <laughs> right. I got a vacuum. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't just like conjure up these fruits in and of myself. Um, yeah, prayer has been helpful to my heart, like overwhelmingly helpful to my heart, and. Um, that's our prayer for you guys too. That if anything from this podcast and this series, that you would turn to him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we better wrap it up. We got a vacuum. Cal- Calvin the is um, obsessed with this vacuum, and he thinks the vacuum is a bad guy. Oh, it's a monster. It's a monster sucking people up as we speak. So guys, um, thank you for joining us today. Um, yeah, I'm 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 just, you know, excited that we were able to go through the fruits of the spirit. We're going to do a recap podcast on all of them um, before our next upcoming um, section or, or series that we're very excited about to share with you guys. Um, and so stick around for that recap. We got That'll a special be... guest we get to announce. Yeah, yeah. We got a special guest and we're um, hoping will be joining us um, in a couple weeks. So, you know, I'm thankful, just praising the Lord for this time um, that we get to spend together and talking. And I hope it's a, I hope it's just like a, a space you know, as you're listening for you to take a breath of fresh air, um, to not, to not be overwhelmed by this information. Like that's not really our goal. Like we don't want to overwhelm you with information. We just want to sort of whisper some truth in as you're going throughout your day um, to think about. Um, to think on to think on these things because we need to be thinking on these things so I hope it's been good um, yeah uh, you can always check out our website thelightprojects.com you can send us write us an email thelightprojects at com.
gmail.com. I love emails, guys. When those emails come in, they're the best. They're good. Which we've only had one come in. You can DM us on Instagram. Oh, those are great, too. Uh, more light, more light. Yeah, and so those are all the those are all the buttons you can press on our website. You can check us out there um, for Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Um, we're we're streaming there too. So I guess we'll get back to the horses or the we'll get back to the donkeys. Horus the horse. Horus and, and uh, Everett. Everett. <laughs> what great names. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's all we got going today. We'll see you later. <laughs>